0: Welcome to this episode of our Badele IP Experts. Today, our IP Experts Axel Berger and Mathieu de Roy talk about the EPO's case law regarding amendments to the description.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Axel Berger, and I'm here with my colleague Mathieu de Roy to discuss the current practice at the European Patent Office regarding amendments to the description. Amending the description is a requirement that applicants don't need to deal with in many other countries, like the U.S., for example.
2: That's right. But at the EPO, towards the end of the examination proceedings, we have to adapt the description. So this means, um, for example, we need to remove parts of the description that could imply that the scope of protection is actually broader than what is claimed. So the typical phrases of spirit of invention and also generic references to incorporation by reference, We need to delete those. Also, we need to cite the prior art that was found in the search by the examiner and then discuss during examination.
1: That is typically the less controversial part uh, of the exercise. It becomes trickier when the examiner asks you, uh, in accordance with the current guidelines, to remove or clearly mark subject matter that is not covered by the claims because the claims were amended and limited during the examination phase. Yes, that's right. That's actually much more delicate. Firstly, because
2: the description is used to interpret the claims. And that means if we're modifying the description, we could be meddling with the scope of protection that is conferred by the patents. Also, the description forms the basis for the assessment whether the skilled person would be able to practice the invention. And so we have to be extra careful when we delete those parts
1: that are critical in that respect. Mm. From an infringement perspective, marking embodiments or example as not being covered by the claimed subject matter is, uh, of course, not very helpful. Just deleting the embodiment, for example, is likely to be the better option. But as you say, you need to carefully assess what disclosure is actually important, for example, under enablement considerations. What I typically try to do is to use positive language instead of excluding language. X, Y, Z, that can be used in conjunction with the claim method, for example? Right.
2: There have actually been two decisions from the boards of appeal, uh, one from December 2021 and one from May 2022, that found that there's actually no need to amend the description. So these boards came to the conclusion that there is no legal requirement in the European Patent Convention to do so. So following these decisions... There would
1: actually be no need to amend the description. Very interesting uh, decisions indeed. But does that mean that the practice at the European Patent Office has changed, or is it currently changing? Actually, not. At least not at the first instance. Uh, so that is the examining divisions
2: and the opposition divisions. There have also been decisions from the boards of appeal that contradict the other two decisions, and found that actually there is a need to adapt the description in order to comply with Article 84 of the EPC. Also, the guidelines have recently been updated and they still reflect the EPO's current practice. And on top of that, recently the EPO made an announcement after a
1: user conference that they will stick with the practice that they have today. Mm -hmm. So unless you're willing to fight this through to the appeal stage, you probably still have to amend the description. But perhaps we are going to see a referral to the large Board of Appeals soon, aiming to clarify the issue in view of the diverging case law.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Bardela IP Experts. For more information and to stay updated, please visit our website. You will find the link in the show notes.